One, two. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Green headphones and green, <laughs> green yep. cable. So, can you can you test 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 test? Now you're number two, okay. Luke. So if you want to turn your headphones up, that's where you do it. One, two, one, two, one, two. Yeah, so CJ is doing three. Number blue. One, two. One, two, one, two, one, two. Two, two, two. two. One, 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 yes. one. I was going to live, Facebook live into one of our groups. Ugh. That sounds complicated. No, it, well, it isn't if it's on the phone, but you can't change the, to use the wide angle lens. Anyway. Are you blue? Yeah, I can't hear you very well. Keep speaking. Yeah, I can't hear you through. Not through. I think I'm getting picked up by. Oh, there we are. Is that it? Yeah, that's that right. was very different. It was very different. I think I was being picked up by your mics. Yeah, you were. So okay, yeah. so CJ, um, you're in. I'm good. Luke, do you mind? Test, test, test. Test, test, test. No, let's try that again. Test, test, test. No. Test, test, test. Test. I'm hearing you. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, maybe a bit louder. Maybe uh, a bit louder. Maybe <laughs> closer? Just bring it closer, man. <laughs> try that. Test, test, test. That's better. That's oh. better. That was very clear. <laughs> yep. Very loud. And seeing Pierce. Hello world, as computers yep. say. Hello world. Turn Pierce down. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Turn my mic up sound, man. All right. I think, I think we're pretty good. Is that... Do you know that's the first like thing you get taught, like doing computer coding? Did you ever do that? No. Yep. Yep. Hello, Hello world. world. No. No. I didn't go to that kind of school. You make the <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to that kind of school. I went to that kind of school. And we did Hello World. You get to it's do cool stuff like computer coding. It's just the most common thing you do. You make it, you, t- you learn how to make the computer just say Hello World. Literally did screen. no computer coding. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I went to school, we had MS DOS. Nice. That was it. I remember DOS, yeah. C. Yeah, C-sharp. Mm-hmm. C-trend, C-something. But even language. MS-DOS, MS-DOS is where I did the Hello World. Is that yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. I don't remember. I might have been asleep in that class. <laughs> I, think I, I think I was. Yeah. Well, I'm to my headphones down. Right. What am I? Am I your pink. number, your pink number one. How do I know that? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hello. Okay, I'm not too loud now. Is that it? Uh, yep. Okay. Wonderful. So, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon. How are, we, <laughs> how are we feeling this afternoon? Hmm. Me? Yes. I am mad mm. and sad mm. and glad. Mad, sad and glad. Mm. CJ Alley. Mm-hmm. Very good. Who's next? Luke. Um, glad with a bit of sort of sad scared. Glad with sad scared. Very cool. Sing Pierce. I am feeling mostly glad right now. And I've put aside parts of myself that have been mad and sad for the last few days. And right now I'm not feeling those. Very good. So I'm attached to the mad and sad that you put aside. Can you tell me what you're... I'm feeling glad, but I actually am kind of confused that I'm feeling glad because I know that I actually am in... My actual feeling is glad, but that doesn't make sense to me logically. Right, okay. Cool. Well, that makes sense to me because I I didn't pick up on the glad. I kind of honed in on the, the sad and... Yeah, because that's how I've been feeling and right. that's how I think I should still be feeling. I don't really know why I'm not feeling that way right now. Maybe it's because I'm just tired of feeling that way. So I'm like, <laughs> I've just kind of, <laughs> part of me has just given me a break that's and gone, cool. don't worry, don't worry, don't feel mad and sad right now. That's cool. Just that's feel good. good. Excellent. Well, I am feeling scared and sad. A um, bit bewildered, I think, kind of shell-shocked, really. Um, very tired feeling noticing I'm exceptionally tired by the early evening so there we go thank you very much um, for joining me again today today's episode 2 for those who are listening we have um, to my left and we'll take a photograph for our podcast a bit later afterwards we have Luke who's uh, we're all parents here of, and our kids are all doing play food behind us and we have Ali and Pierce and myself Gawain and we're just mum and dads talking about kids and kung fu be good if we had coffee kids and kung fu but we're not it's too late in the afternoon Definitely to do coffee, have a coffee today. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, in a bus in a bus yep. yeah. what well the the Coffee in cars, coffee with comedians in cars. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that, that was thing. the reference yeah. that you were oh, making no. with the no. coffee. No. Um, coffee with kids and kung fu. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> well, in our first Love episode, that. which was two weeks ago, uh, we suggested that it be um, parents, kids, and kung fu. Yes. Parents, I kids, think and so. kung fu. Two weeks ago. It oh, like a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it does feel like yeah. a long time. It was something <laughs> like that. Parents, kids and kung fu. That's what I, I thought we might call this podcast, but it's still in the making because it doesn't really ring yet. Does, nah, the bell doesn't ring for so. me. On that no, one. I think I reserved the right specifically to come up with all kinds of potentially ludicrous options and I haven't even thought of one. So okay. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> it's episode two and I'm failing to deliver. <laughs> Surprising, Chris. That's okay. So, how's everyone's week's been going? I got to the beach this morning. Oh, congratulations. Nice. Got a run with my daughter along the beach and a swim. Nice. For as close to Equinox as could make it. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, lovely day, and that whole thing of the moon was a full moon or just past full moon setting as the sun was coming up behind us. Beautiful. And it was, yeah, pretty glorious. Oh, lovely. Mm. Which which is your beach? Uh, city. City beach. Yeah. Oh, that's where I used to do my surf life saving. Yep. City beach. Mon- Monica does surf life saving there. Yeah, of course. I did when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Cool. So, that's cool. I love the new club there. Yeah. It's awesome. very nice. It's magic. Although the old one, in terms of the, the concrete form and stuff, is yeah. something still that was a bit special. It was just dying. Yeah, true. True. Thank you. So you got in for a swim? Very, Excellent. very quick swim. Yeah. Because it was very, very cold. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> but I did. I got under. So I like the days where I get in the ocean. If I get in the ocean in the morning... Yeah. No matter how hard the day, I still have a good day, and it was a reasonably hard day, so I'm glad I got in the ocean. Nice. Yep. Nice. You're like shielded from that point yep. on. I've yes. been swimming with sharks, man. I've been swimming with sharks, <laughs> which means no one's going to mess with me. Yeah, I just touched the edge yep. of many trillions of tons of water, yep. and nothing in it killed me. What, it, what do you got for me the rest yep. of the day? Yep. <laughs> That's great. I love it. How's everyone else's week been? Uh, mixed bag for me. It's a lot of stuff going on externally, which is all fine and messy and complicated. And I've been on and off jury service this week, so oh that was goodness. also annoying and complicated because mm. they really don't take into account how it affects the parent that stays at home, especially when you're a homeschooling parent. So there's a lot of relying on my community to pull that one off. Right. Um, luckily... Or unfortunately, I didn't get on a case, so it's all done and fine, and that's it for five years at least for me. Wow. Um, okay. So here I am. Yeah. So you were on call for being selected to get. Yeah. To have you have you not done? You've I've never. Been, never. Never been never. called in all your years. No. Okay. Well, this is my second time. If right. you can believe it. Yep. It's <laughs> my second time. I've never been on a case either time. Okay. This time I made it into a courtroom. It's just a lot of waiting. So wow. there's a huge number of like. Uh, Hundreds and hundreds of people that are all waiting and you get called out in batches and those batches go into the courtroom and from there the jury is selected again. So this time I, on Monday, I made it into a courtroom but was not selected for the jury. Right. So I was dismissed until Wednesday. Which was yesterday. Yesterday and that was just several hours of just sitting around and waiting. My before eventually they said, that's it, there's no more cases this week, you're dismissed, that's it, done. Okay. And now five years. Yeah, so they can't ask me again for five years. Wow. But it was 20 years since the last time I did it, so I was like barely, barely old enough to do it last time. Okay. I got called, so. I don't know how that happens, because I've never been called. No. Yeah, I've never been called. No. It's weird. That's so oh, funny. Right? Good. I'm glad you said that, Luke, because yeah. I was starting to think, maybe it's because I'm Chinese. <laughs> no. <laughs> They might totally think I don't understand what they're saying. Maybe. Sorry. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, that's not an inaccurate statement. Okay, all right. You no, no, can I share haven't. something with you outside of this podcast that speaks to that later. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Wonderful. So it was boring, but I got lots of my Japanese book read because I had to sit around and wait and had nothing else to do. Mm. So. Did yay. you dress down? No, sort of. <laughs> sort of. I, I mean, I don't have any office clothes because I don't work in an office. Yep. So, yes. <laughs> I'd actually have normal clothes. I didn't wear. I didn't wear ripped jeans. So. I'd heard people say that dressing <laughs> down is the way to get on the jury. Yeah. If you want. Like that, if you dress like really professionally, like that, they don't want you on the jury. They think. So you got some kind of bias. Over. 
I can't wait to be asked now because I wonder what they do with a guy who stands up and starts doing Tai Chi. In the of it. <laughs> yes. Because that would be me. Like, how can you get me to sit down for hours and not do something constructive? You just have to. Oh, excuse and me. And you would just get challenged, <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, that's such a They were like, Mr. Mr. Sue, you can't keep doing that in here. Foundations, then? <laughs> <laughs> can I negotiate I'll one I can, level? I can, do, I can do stuff sitting down. <laughs> Let me show you. No, I'll just do 40 of these and tell me after I've done 40 of those. It'd be very distracting in the jury box if you got selected. <laughs> but, but you get the whole group doing it. Like, yes, <laughs> exactly. Come on, come on. In the break, together. you can teach everyone yep. first, like, nine steps Step, of the yeah. yeah. Cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> so how's your week been seeing Pierce? Um, yeah, you know, obviously touched on some of the similar things to Ali, being married and being the same family that means we encounter lots of the same stuff right i didn't go to jury duty but i was impacted by it and i don't know i was thinking about this earlier today because i knew there was a chance we were going to come here and do the podcast and in the spirit of it being very genuine i was thinking like i'm not sure i want to talk about my week like you know what i mean it's got a lot of aspects to it some good some bad and i realized that if i think about talking about it i have to choose what narrative I have about my week. I have to choose knowing that people might hear me speak very positively about it or speak very negatively about it and it's going to be completely dependent on what I pick out of it and I just don't think I can really do that this week. I think it's been too messy and lots of highs and lots of lows and if I choose to focus on one, it doesn't really do it service and I think that's part of why I'm feeling different to how I think I would feel right now mm. is because I'm not choosing one of those aspects mm. to focus on. Mm. I know that's really vague, but mm. it's just realistic. <laughs> well, I get that all the time. People ask me, how are you feeling? I look at them and I go, are you really asking me how I'm feeling or you just want to say hi? Because if I start telling you the truth, will you walk away? <laughs> so... And then the other thing too is, well, how, how well did I know them to feel comfortable with how much of a truth am I going to share? So, you know, it makes perfect sense that we actually have to discern what we're going to, what we're going to let up. Mm-hmm. And it's an important skill. It's an important skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, on that note, like one thing that I could share is that today I decided and I think part of the reason maybe why I feel a little better now is I decided to confidentially inform my manager Mm. at work to Mm. say this is a thing I'm going through right now Mm. I just want you to know that if you observe any change in my behavior I don't want you to misinterpret it like I'm dealing with this other aspect and then that was received well and you know encouraged to say no worries like just you know have a chat if you need to but thanks for letting me know and that got a kind of weight off my chest that I'd decided to put out there in the way that felt safe to me what I wanted to share about the fact that if someone says to me how are you today I might be hesitant to respond or I might give a very surface level response which isn't maybe in character for me right now and that I didn't want to think that I'd had some issue in the workplace with somebody or something and I didn't want to misinterpret it. Um, 
but it was actually pretty confronting even just to choose to do that because you have to choose to have the trust in the person you're disclosing that to. That's right. Of that they're going to handle it or not take it in some way that it's not intended. Or even just say, don't be silly. Yeah. Mm. And and you have to decide who that person is, whether they'll do that. Yeah. And um, But I did and it went well and that's mm. good. Mm. That's great. So, That's a relief. Yeah, and that's probably that's probably why I feel relatively good right now. Is I actually probably feel kind of relieved in some aspects. Yes, yeah, cool. probably. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I uh, I've been having. I'm trying to measure it. So, so I see a graph in my in my head, and you know, up the top stereotypically is good, and down the bottom is bad, and in between is mediocre. And naturally, I'm noticing now that my head is trying to to attach certain emotions to that graph, which obviously is is not helpful. Mm. But you can't help but say happy is up here, and sad and angry and scared's down here. Yeah. And so what's in between, right? And we we know that we we wouldn't want our kids to feel that way, but it's really hard not to because of all the social conditioning. But um. I've been noticing lately I've been really, really unhappy. And I shared that with my wife the other night. I, just, I can't understand why. I, logically, there are so many things I should be grateful for and glad about. But I am really, really unhappy. And um, I think some of it has to do with... Oh, and actually, I'll, I'll go back a step. And, and therefore, last week... I just couldn't come in on Thursday. And the final blow for me was when I had an upset with Isabella. Just a normal upset. But it just cut like a knife. It was almost like a hot hot knife through butter just split me in half. And I just could not bring myself to coming in on Thursday. Because I felt like if I did, I would be like such a fraud. Because how do I do my job? in a way that is going to honour everybody if I feel like half of me has been cut off. Like mm. I, I literally just... So I, I thought, well, it's actually better if I don't turn up at all and then everyone can manage without me rather than expect me to be here when I'm not here. I'm physically here, but not all of me has arrived. So that was my first occasion where I felt deeply injured. Deeply injured. Like I've had rows with my wife where I felt like, holy shit, I don't even know if I'm going to be married tomorrow. <laughs> oh, serious? I don't know whether you guys have, but I, I have. And it's like, oh, my yeah. goodness. It's yeah. like, Hold on, we get into it. Yeah. Had some I, moments. But maybe not that. Oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, you know, and that, that, that's happened a number of times. And I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. So what she sees in me that just keep, has a beast that's just still hangs around because... It's like, holy shit, this has been going on ever since we first met. Right? Mm-hmm. And some people would say, that's really unhealthy, Gawain. What are you doing? Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's a different thing. Um, but, like, this, this cut me in half. Like, I've never felt before. So injured that it took me days to feel even somewhat remotely okay enough to do my job. Um, being at home, it felt like I was just existing, just going through the paces, doing the things I need to do, you know, getting 
kids ready for school, getting meals on, helping with their home chores, looking like I'm trying to answer emails, looking, staring at emails going, I don't know what the hell to say to this because I don't even know how to put words together. And uh, just yeeloing my way through, like every day doing my practice and it was the only thing that was kind of keeping me afloat. It was almost like, you know, the floaties on the arms when we were kids learning how to swim. My practice, that was the only thing that was keeping me remotely sane. Mm. And I kept thinking about it, like, really, what's this all about? Like, what are my kids getting out of this? What am I getting out of this? What's my wife getting out of this? What's anyone getting out of this? And, um, you know, one of the things that, one of the things that, are, that really trigger me is when, I call it the woman in the burning house. So I have this image in my head. I don't exactly know what age it happened, but I have this image in my head of a woman burning in a house and she wouldn't get out. All she had to do was walk through the door that wasn't burning and she'd be safe, but she didn't. She sat and she let the house burn around her until she got burnt in the house. And then I would wake up. So it's one of my crazy dreams that I have. And I call it the woman in the burning house syndrome because whenever someone close to me, the closer it is, the more heat I get from it. The further away, it's like, it doesn't really matter. Um, and... Typically, it would be one of my kids who could... I can see very clearly how they can negate whatever challenge they have before them, but they choose to fall in a heap, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I, that's the woman in the burning house. And I have to work actively to contain my trigger because it's not them, it's actually me. Like, that's my story. It's not their story. It's not what they need right now, but yep. it's my story. So then I've made the mistake on a number of occasions more times than not, um, playing out the woman in the burning house and then hurting my beloveds through my words because all I want them to do is get up and get through the door. And then I think, and I've just, like, in this last few months been wondering, oh, my goodness, it's actually me. I'm the woman in the burning house. <laughs> right? It's me. Because... I can now see all of the situations that I have had in my life where all I had to do was take some action and I would have completely circumnavigated all of the fallout. Mm. All of it. Every single one of them. And it happens on a weekly basis for me. Yeah. Right? Weekly. I could maybe daily. I don't know. But weekly. I would, you know, another word to putting it would be self-sabotage. I would do something that would ensure that I fail or do not reach my intended goal. So I thought to myself, why do I keep doing these bloody yeloos? Like, I just need some sleep. I thought, well, okay, how do I feel about myself after I've done my daily practice? Well, I, I actually feel better. I don't know what's better. Right? But I just feel better. So I thought, well, at the very least, my original question was, how is this helping anyone in my family? Well, it's the woman in the burning house syndrome. I am walking through the door. Like my whole world around me feels like 
and, that, and in those moments, not right this moment, in those moments, feel like I'm in a house and the house is on fire and it's burning around me. You know, like you watch those classic Hollywood movies and you see all of this, the flames going up everywhere and, you know, timbers dropping and the, the, the gap's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The music is getting more intense. Right? That's exactly how I see it. So I figured, well, at the very least, I'm modelling to my children that even though Dad can feel like total shit and he's not, he's, he's not himself, he still will maintain his own well-being practice. That at the very least, he'll still look after himself. At least it will show my wife that I am taking positive steps to pulling myself out of this whatever this, ca- this, this chasm is so that she doesn't feel like that she has to hold everything, right? So I can at least model that. But at the same time, being very open and very clear that I'm not doing very well, um, not telling my kids because they're not adults, but they can see that mum and dad are talking about it, we're working stuff through. Yeah, so... That's been my weeks, last fortnight, starting with the, the tip of the iceberg, which was last uh, Thursday. Uh, that, sorry, it's been a week since last Thursday. Mm. And um, I'm just really looking forward to a break. Like, <laughs> like a break of routine, a break of pressure, a bit of downtime. It's, it's uh, this constant, constant fear and this rumble. Like I had my first conversation with a parent. Um, he's a parent. His children don't train here, but he's coming back. And he said to me, said, Seifu, before I sign this agreement that you're going to debit my account every four weeks X amount of dollars for the next year, can I just clarify with you, have you got a policy around if in the event the government mandates vaccinations to gyms and public places that if I'm not vaccinated will you hold me to my contract and I just I was flabbergasted it's like wow I've never even thought about it he says well can we think about it now please because if we're going to do it I'd like to start on Tuesday (laughs) okay and I said well it's pretty simple I said it's actually really really simple because the way we operate the academy is that we are mutually respectful of each other and we are fully inclusive to the best of our ability within our power. That's how the academy operates. And I said, so therefore, if the government mandates vaccinations and you choose not to, that is your choice, and you aren't allowed to come to training because of your choice, then no, I wouldn't be holding you to your contract. I won't debit you the moment you tell me that you're not coming back because that's only fair because that's the way I operate. He says, great. Okay, I'll sign up then when we finish on the phone call and I'll see you next Tuesday. Wow, all right, done. That was it. But then I, was, I left the phone call thinking, wow. Like, really? That's the sort of conversations that we're having right now. And then it pops up at our primary school as well because we've got a very large population of uh, anti-vaxxers and, and um, 
you know, people who believe in different theories around COVID, etc. And I'm just very clear that the school is a place for educating children, not for discussing our beliefs or politics or whatever. Let's do that outside, but not have it be done in the school. So, a whole lot of fear around. Yeah, definitely. But not getting vaccinated doesn't stop that. Not being vaccinated doesn't really actually put the people in the room in danger if the other people are vaccinated as well. That that space, like, of... Well, that's not theoretically true. I mean, all vaccines are leaky. So there's, like, there's no guarantee that any one person who's vaccinated has the same level of coverage as any other person who's vaccinated. So there's always a level of social responsibility if you make those decisions. So... Um, but the actual mandate of making sure everyone's vaccinated is where, I don't know, vaccinated, personally comfortable with being vaccinated, but not comfortable with getting told you have to be vaccinated to be able to do certain things. And I think seeing that move through us on a, on a social level just makes me shudder. Like, I, I don't know why it's making me shudder, but it, it scares me to think that you have to, like, that there is this shift in it. And well, the, the, I think that what I'm seeing, the net result is that um, communities are splitting. That's basically what I'm seeing yep. at the moment, that people have to make a decision now about who they hang out with and who they don't. It's, it's a difficult matter. I think um, the social contract kind of idea, there's always this you know, level of how we sort of see it um, as a responsibility to others for our own actions. And I get that there's always the argument between stability and liberty and all of that stuff. Mm. But I think it's a really, well, it's a really, really broad topic and it's very difficult um, to deal with uh, respectfully in a lot of situations because mm. it's... it's it looks very polarised and like most things that look very polarised, it just isn't as simple as that. Mm. Um, and it's definitely an issue that I'm, you know, struggling to deal with to some degree lately and there's been some challenging interactions around that and mm. challenging discussions around that that we've mm. had to go through with often people that we care very much about. Mm. And I just don't think there's really anything else that I can say no. respectfully about that, to mm. be honest. Mm. That's a very difficult, very difficult time. But the reflection of that is in this polarisation that's going on. You just look at Melbourne at the moment, which mm. is just erupting on the back of it, mm. compared to the... Even just compared to Sydney mm. and that... that just the difference in it and, and even that polarisation across Australia mm. and Western Australia has found itself in this little pocket which yep. just seems blessed on a level but mm. you've also got this thing in your back of your head of one game of football is, is my kind of oh. running joke yeah. in my own head of all it's going to take is one game of football or one guy in a truck or um, and we will be in this situation again mm. Mm. um yeah, I think that, that 
polarization and that shift and isolationism that was already getting a momentum before all of this happened mm. on a on a social level mm. is getting more and more and more. Mm. And up, on the personal front, it's sort of interesting of having to almost make some of those decisions on where you sit on a fence mm. like actually thinking about those questions from that personal point of view mm. of do I care if other people are vaccinated mm. from my own point of view mm. am I going to hold that against someone mm. if I find out you're not vaccinated mm. how am I going to feel about that mm. and, and because my own thing generally is that I just accept everyone who that as mm. they are mm. if they do bad by me then Mm. I'm not going to like you anymore, mm. but ultimately, you'll be okay. Mm. Like on on that front, and I get to choose how I treat myself, mm. and roll with that. Mm. I think when you roll that out to your family and your your paternal or maternal instinct of looking after your kid and taking them into a certain environment, and how that might then react, I think is again something that causes a bit of thought. Mm. Without having a straight up decision on it, mm. it's being able to see the the dualism and, and how to deal with it. I'm just going to say openly, like I'm not at all comfortable with this as a topic mm. because I think that there's far too much out there of people elevating their own opinions on these matters mm. inappropriately. Mm. Um, it's a trend that we see on social media and in podcasting and so forth. And I think that the one-on-one connections to talk about it are appropriate mm. in our circles, but I just want to personally say that I don't feel that it's appropriate for myself mm. to talk about it in a manner where I'm not connecting with an individual because I'm not a public expert. I'm not any of that stuff. Mm. I'm, not a, I'm not an expert in social theory and behavioral psychology and all of the interrelated stuff. Mm. So I think there's enough of that out there and I'm mm. just not comfortable to contribute yeah. to it beyond what I've said already just yeah. just to make it clear why I'm silent mm. to that point. Mm. Good call. Yeah, I understand. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Oh, no, respect that. So I was all the way through that trying to find a way of bringing us back on topic and for me, all I can really do is process how I feel about anything and how my how I am triggered by events that that um, just how I'm triggered by events doesn't mean I have any answers, but it certainly enables me to be clear about uh, about me. So it's been very challenging recently for a whole number of reasons and I think the last thing I said was I'm really grateful for the break that's coming up for the holidays that we're having yeah it's um, I know personally I'm looking forward to even just the fact that the afternoons become a little bit simpler with sometimes you know just obligations around kids behaviours and stuff means it changes the opportunity we get as a family to do certain things so even that simple element um, as a homeschool family it's not as bound to school term stuff as many people are but um, 
there's still periods of relief that we look forward to as a family and with the kids. Mm. I also think just when you were talking before about managing that, that bur burning, burning house syndrome or the, the person in the burning house mm. that um, part of that is about letting yourself have those moments almost I think where you do let things fall over a little bit letting something fall over isn't necessarily a bad thing you talk about seeing the scale and good is always up here and mm. um, to be able to heal through something often you've, you've got to cry on a level and part of that the, or grieve on a level as well mm. Mm. and I think as your children grow, and, and this is as much a reflection as an observation of, I, I think one of the things about having children is that you reflect on your own childhood and you spend a whole lot of time trying to fix in a lot of ways the things that didn't quite work for you. Mm. And so it's a reflection and an observation of... As you grow, you have these moments where you have schisms within your relationship with the parent-child relationship. Mm. And those schisms often need a bit of grieving. Mm. And part of that is feeling helpless and letting things fall over and then it's coming back into it mm. and seeing that new growth pop back out of it. So, so the, the cyclic nature of this thing kind of shifting and changing and, and maybe pulling into itself and then reflowering and, and having another, a new growth and a, a new bud pops out or something on, on that analogistic mm. like level. Mm. And I think it's okay. Like that sadness mm. is fine. And... You can't carry everything all the time. I, I drop things all the time. Mm. And I've just learned to just go, yep. When I drop it, I drop it. Mm. I don't get upset. And I turn around a day or two later and I'll pick up what's still on the floor. Mm. If I leave a few more things, it's okay. Mm. And eventually, if they're important enough, I'll pick them up. Mm. Well, I'm still here. Yep. It's very clear. <laughs> Wow, that was a very difficult conversation, I must say. CJ, I'm really sorry. You. Yeah. That was really difficult. It was a hard conversation. Is there anything else anyone would like to say? I was just thinking sometimes you just got to take a moment to realise it sucks you're in a burning house. <laughs> <laughs> just go, yeah, man, this house is burning. And fuck, I wish it wasn't. That's right. <laughs> Before you resolve to get out the door. <laughs> get down low and go, go, go. Yeah.
Well, thank you. I'm not sure if we'll publish this one. <laughs> <laughs> there are moments where I'm thinking, oh, I'm just going to put my mic down and we can just talk without the pressure of it mm. being heard. Mm-hmm. But I do... Uh, I, I just want to say that we each have the right to reserve publishing any one of our talks. I do, Luke, you do, CJ, you do, St. Pierce, you do. If upon reflection you feel like, wow, uh, don't feel comfortable with that going outside, that's fine. Let me know. Cool. I'm thinking about this one. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think, probably a good idea. I had been thinking about that actually throughout the week mm. and I've even mentioned it to Ali like we talked briefly like about how certain things can kind of we have to think about overall mm. what's comfortable and what's not mm. um, to make it sure that it's genuine without also then drama in a certain way I suppose and it's difficult, actually, I think it's difficult when you're thinking about not necessarily having tons of silence on a podcast because then you're <laughs> half listening and thinking like, oh, I should be ready to fill a gap as well potentially, but then it's hard to not talk over people and to feel like you dominate, I guess. Silence is fine. I think um, I just want to say this, that what I really value in our conversations on Thursdays prior to the microphones uh, is our honesty, and there is there is something that is uh, in that transparency. Um, there's some strength in that for ourselves as well as I'm thinking for others. I don't want this to be a marketing thing. This is not about drawing more people into comfort. Uh, this is actually just about sharing and I invite us to be honest and genuine same filtering as we normally would if it wasn't being recorded but also no um, I guess I guess this is the way I approach things when things are really scary I still find the courage to remain vulnerable and step forward towards the scary bit, being open to seeing what I find. So that's, that's my invitation to all of us. Whether we publish a podcast or not is still within our own right. I don't hold the rights to it. I'm not going to publish everything. I think... Um, respectfully if you discover something after having been vulnerable and genuine and you go "Mm, I'm okay with three other people knowing about it but I'm not okay with any more than that let me know okay and then I will we just won't publish that simple alright so it's not live Oh, it's not live. This is not live. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when you were like, we'll go live, we might go live to the Facebook, I was like... Mm. Yeah, no, no. No, maybe we won't. We might have to think about not doing live ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not doing that. Not with this podcast. Yeah, not with this one. Maybe through real cam. Yeah. Uh, it works better. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Cool.
Well, thank you. Good thank afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on this episode of Parents, Kids and Kung Fu. I am Gawain Su, explorer of the parent domain as I father three beautiful human beings. I'd really like to hear from you. To do that, send me an email and share your Chinese takeaway for the week. What did you get for yourself whilst exploring on your parenting journey? I would really love to hear from you. Even if you just want to drop me a line and say hi, please do that. Fureel at jingmo.com.au That's F-U-R-E-E-L at G-I-N-G-M-O dot com dot A-U Thank you very much. Have a lovely week. See you in the next episode. Bye.